What up, what up, what up, everybody? Happy Friday, happy Friday. Uh, This is an important day. Joe Biden was declared winner of the presidential election. He won, what he won in Arizona. Some people call Georgia, but, you know, it's all looking good. It's time to celebrate again. But I'm happy to celebrate two weekends in a row because that shit is dope and we're getting Trump the fuck out of office. That's great. (laughs) So I am happy as hell. It's a good day. It's all chilling and whatnot. So, you know, everybody grab yourself a drink and kick it. We're going to have some dope conversation. I got a really, really dope content creator coming on uh, from the Black to the Future podcast. I present you, everyone. Zay Day. What's going on? Hi. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for uh, taking out the time to, to, to chat with me, with me for a bit. Uh, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, everybody that's listening, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, you know, there's a meme that I shared uh, on my page where it was just like somebody streaming and it shows like one viewer. And then at the end of it, it's just like, thank you, one viewer. <laughs> and it's just like so happy that one person was watching. It's like we're on on this very special kind of FaceTime right now. I get it. (laughs) Shout out to my main man, Mike. Berkeley Mike in the house. Hi, Mike. Uh, Host of the Real Talk podcast. It's good people. It's good people all day. So um, now I I, got to do what I normally do with all my shows. Mm -hmm. it's, It's disclaimer time. Uh-oh. See, and you know what happens is all the niggas that want to get in here and, and be upset and shit, they show up halfway through and be like, man, you should put a disclaimer in there. Well, motherfucker, if you was here on time, goddamn, <laughs> shit. Black people, so, baby. Disclaimer again. This show, my whole brand, everything I do is for the fellas. I am here to help the men out there. I'm here to help the men out there who are looking for answers, looking for guidance, looking for conversation on the topics of transamory and what they're dealing with inside themselves right now. There's a lot of men out there with nobody to go to, nobody to talk to. And this is the kind of stuff that can help them figure out what path they need to take forward. That's best for them. And that hopefully they realize that's, you know, uh, what's best for them is what's safe for everybody else. So um, without further ado, we are talking about today. Let me get that graphic up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm sorry. uh, Zay and I came up with this together. Mm -hmm. We decided to talk about all the things that guys need to do before they even attempt. Before they even attempt. Before you breath. (laughs) Yes. before Before you shoot your first shot, fellas. These are the things you need to be thinking about and doing before you try to talk to a trans woman, before you try to date a girl, or you try to establish a, a healthy relationship with one of the women. These are just things you need to think about. And, and hopefully you've got some of these things in our list checked off already. I would love for that. And people out there, uh, everybody listening, by all means, chime in on things you think that guys need to be doing before they even attempt their first relationship. Um, I wish I had a show like this. Oh yeah. Oh no, no. We, we got a couple of people watching. 
And uh, I, I just wish I had a list like this before uh, I started my first relationship because I can tell you I wasn't ready. I thought I was ready, but I wasn't ready. Okay. And now nobody know that they're not ready. I think the first one is always a not a mistake. That sounds bad. I was gonna say <laughs> the first one's always kind of like, oh, I should have thought about this a little bit more. But at least, at least from my perspective, you just whoever liked you or you feel like y'all, you think y'all like each other, you just go for it and just see how it go and end up being the best. So. Mm. <laughs> well, again, fellas, do not attempt today any other girls until you try this shit that we're listing here okay so um one of the things that's at the top of my list that i think is very important for guys and i think it is fucking world changing is finding community fellas do what you can to find community community is important if you have other men to bounce ideas off of that's like absolutely amazing and i think that is the quickest path for you to grow is to have other men around you that can help you grow and share ideas and give you understanding on a lot of different subjects so just sitting around listening to conversation engaging like that that shit is amazing and when i first found my little slither sliver of a, sliver, of a sliver of a community like you that, that <laughs> I went from like just some dude that only appreciated the girls from like a sexual point of view, hmm. like from porn to like, hold on, I can actually like date these people and get to learn them. And like, this could be my life. This isn't just something I indulge in and like in secret. Right. And, you know, my friend Eric, shout out to Eric um, from the Trans Talk for Man podcast that I did with him. Um, he was, he was there and he was already in, and that's another thing that was important in community. You have other people to model behaviors from, mm -hmm. like you can model other people's behaviors. Well, my first piece of community, he was six years into a relationship already. So I'm looking at him and what's happening with him and things that he's dealing with. And I'm like, man, okay. All right. Well, that's my shining example right there. I want that. And I'm going to just follow his example. And, you know, like it was. I'm working towards that now because I had somebody to model that from. Right. Like community brings so many different things. That's like good. And I know I've been like hogging up all the mic time. So I'm just, I'm going to let oh, no. say they get up in here and just this drop some knowledge. Show. You can, you can talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm not go. I'm not the girl that's going to be like, let me get no. Cause this is your show. <laughs> if it was my show, then I'll, it'll be different. Uh-huh. But what I have to say is Chris is right. You all want to definitely find community. You want to be able to collaborate and like have real life, real time conversations with people who look like you, sound like you, carry the same energy as you. Like I think we do that inherently as people. Like, oh, if I like you, if we on the same vibe, we're in the same energy, then we're gonna like be together. This is no different. So like if you discover your trans attraction through porn, however it may come or whatever the case may be, you know, you have to kind of seek a solace and asylum with people who are like you. So if there are other guys out there. And so as much as I would like to harp on research and Chris and I already are talking about this. <laughs> no, no, no. Put it out there. Put it out there. Okay. Because my biggest, 
my biggest thing is that I would love for once you discover your attraction, you do research like how you would do with anything else. Like, what does this mean? So you start asking questions, you know, and so those questions will start leading you to the community we were just talking about. So, you know, I understand there's probably not a lot of avenues. I get it. It's not a lot of avenues. But with this platform and other ones, there are a couple more. You know, I don't have access to come with the girls. So y'all keep me out. So that's fine. But I'm here to throw my two lists in to, you know, what I think. And I think having the knowledge and the information will give y'all a better chance in general when you ever want to approach any of the girls. Like, that's rather, than, sure. coming, that's rather than coming at her like, oh, you one of those girls because that, that already just sound like okay gross but like if you say like oh you know i date trans women and cis women or i have a preference for trans women it, it you know if you have more language and dialogue it'll make mm-hmm. things significantly better but that's research and chris has told me like niggas don't want to do that <laughs> Niggas ain't Stop. gonna spend time reading on the internet and Googling stuff. But here's what they will do. They'll spend time in conversation with men who okay. they see as their peers, who they're ready to receive from. So there's a reason why guys aren't where they need to be when there's like thousands of trans content creators out there all talking about dating trans women, this, and guys that chase, what, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch most of that shit. <laughs> I don't want to watch most of that stuff. Most of that stuff ain't for me. I appreciate the honesty. They're giving men advice for women, but like they're making it for women, not for me. I Yeah, I also think that plays a huge factor. It's like the uh, uh, like the women saying how, like for our, from our perspective, saying how we want you to interact, but I think you should just have your own merit on that. But I know that like everyone not gonna just watch and do all this kind of stuff but it would behoove you if you want to mm-hmm. really if you want to be one of the splash brothers see i know a couple things from golden state if you want to <laughs> if you want to make it i would encourage you to do a one two three and go okay so what is this meaning and then you it will lead you to oh is dudes just like me? This ain't crazy. I'm not weird. Like mm-hmm. it'll 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 get you there, but mm-hmm. you have to break free of the sexual desire that you probably encounter this woman on. So, or these. And you know that a lot of that stuff takes time, but you know, I guess the two things to take away from finding community, fellas, is you know, a learning that you're not alone, that you're not some weirdo. Like there are other people like you and what you like is normal, but B, you get to learn the fucking language. And that is so key. Learning the language is huge because I'm going to tell you right now, one thing I hear from all the women, they don't want to be your fucking teacher. You need to get out there and associate with some other dudes and learn yourself. And there's a lot of guys like me. I'm happy to talk to talk to plenty of fellas with questions, whatever else. I have my own little Facebook group, men's only safe space called the men like us tribe joined it on facebook but you know that's the place for you to ask your questions that you would be embarrassed about asking in front of the women that's where you're going to see conversation happening and you're going to learn so like really community it's out there there's a there's there's my group the men like us tribe on facebook and then there's also the trans amory or no 
Trans Supportive Brotherhood. That's another Facebook group. Two really great groups um, for, for, for anybody who's out there looking to find community because this shit is fucking necessary. So, anywho. <laughs> no, I, I, I completely agree. I, yeah, Again, I fellas, do not attempt to date any of the girls until you do this shit we just told you to do. <laughs> We're not playing. And trust me, once once you get comfortable and you learn the language and stuff like that, you'll understand everything a lot clearer. And the conversation between you and some girl won't just inherently be sexual, you know. And you won't just you won't piss her off and you won't um because there's a lot of girls that are I mean, there's a lot of amazingly smart women in this community who are just not here for low level conversations with dudes. And if you coming off the street with some regular shit and you say some words that give her clues that you aren't really ready for her, she's going to drop you like a bad habit. Not because you're a bad guy, but because you're just not there yet. Right. You're just not there. And you know, just not there yet. And one other thing I wanted to say, because I'm a teacher, like that's my, oh, that's, see. that is my day job. We, we, we're not doing this today, Brianna. You ain't, you ain't going to get up in one of these groups now. <laughs> I, mean, I had to keep some people out of these groups already. <laughs> shout, shout out to Brianna. I just listened to Box Style 12 podcast and I was yes. Y'all was funny. Oh, I didn't listen to the one that came out today. I didn't listen to it yet. I usually, it's, I'm a Saturday, Sunday listener because that's when I sit on my balcony, relax and just soak it all in. But I, I'm a teacher, so I'm, I talk to 12-year-olds all day. So it's kind of mm. like I can repeat stuff over and over and over again. But then, of course, even as a human being, if you're not absorbing the information, I'm going to be like, okay, I'm going to drop it. However, comma, not every girl's a teacher. So she's not going to sit up here and tell you, this is this, this is this is what you need to do. You know, that's just not what, that's not our responsibility. That's your responsibility. And once you get research the community you're gonna be much better in that you're gonna make your bucket splash brother switch for real and i've learned so much from my, my my brothers in this community i've learned so so much so um oh wait hold on a second let me go through these comments we got people chatting and stuff okay okay hello. all right asha i'm gonna let asha up in here friend of the show <laughs> Says, I think it's difficult to get men from having sex with trans women to dating. So what are both of your suggestions on how to get someone to get there? Um, I would say, wait, from having sex to dating. Ooh. Well, um, it's kind of hard to get them from just having sex with you to, or not just you, but sex with women to dating because they already got what they want and now they don't need to change. I don't, I, I, so I you kind of made a whole lot harder to make this man rise to the occasion when he already got what he want. You don't need, yeah. you don't need nothing. I, I would almost say like, I'm the girl that's going to be like, no, 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 no. Okay. Stop most of the time. But there are times where I let it slip to see like, is it going to change? Girls, it's not going to do it. <laughs> if, he, if he's seeking just sexual energy from you, you know, unless you're willing to just reciprocate the sexual energy, don't go after that. So. Shout out to Brianna again. See, you have to come. Brianna says you have to come to me already speaking the language. A man who knows the language is a turn on. No shade. 
fellas, this shit is real. We're giving you good fucking advice here. It just takes time. Nothing happens overnight. And you know what else? Uh, you're going to have to bend a lot mentally. I think that was one thing that I didn't know coming into this was that I would have to get comfortable with all new realities and lots of things that just I wasn't taught growing up and I wasn't taught from the cis, you know, hetero world. Like I just didn't. There are just different realities in this community that you have to be comfortable with, you know, um, and, and a lot of those are covered on the other stream. So finish watching this one and go back to the other ones because I ain't doing all that again. <laughs> I'm a teacher. I'll go back. I like like I do all my um, like I do all my web series, but go ahead. <laughs> I done said it once. I ain't saying it again. Now, uh, see, see, we um, we started with the groans already. <laughs> oh. So the next one, fellas, this is part of bending yourself mentally to new realities. You have to start dismantling your toxic masculinity. That is not a one-off that is a lifelong endeavor ongoing process this is not some shit okay I, I think i dismantled it and i've been thinking for a week so i'm good no you've been thinking for a week and you probably hit a little ice chip off of a big iceberg because this is societal shit that's ingrained in us by society and we have a lot of problematic like thought processes and speaking of my experience specifically in the black community there's a lot of problematic shit that men are taught in our community that just keeps going and keeps getting perpetuated. And, um, you know, just again, this is a lifelong pursuit. This is not something you're going to do before your first relationship. I, that's why it says start. Wait, wait, where is it? Okay. Yeah. Start. Mm -hmm. Start dismantling your toxic masculinity. Tr just start the journey, brothers. A lot of girls will meet you halfway and they will, um, and, and, and I think they'll work with you in the sense that relationships are learning experiences and you're both learning and you're both constantly growing. And I think I know a lot of girls that would be happy to grow with you. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. And yeah, creating I, new habits. Brianna okay. said it perfectly. Boom. I, uh, <laughs> I, I dated someone who used the, uh, the phrase willingness. That's one of his favorite things mm. to say. You have to have a level of willingness to even begin to start the process. But you're, you're like, like Chris says, you have to undo and start with the undoing all the toxic masculinity. And, you know, it's inherently ingrained in the entire culture that we exist in. So in order for you to undo it, you almost feel like you're going to undo your entire self and become a totally different person. And that could seem scary. I just want to say, at least for trans women, we do that. We go through a whole metamorphosis and lose a part of ourselves, so to speak, and become mm. who we're ultimately supposed to be. And you men have to do the same thing when you're in actively and genuinely pursuing a woman of trans experience. That's right. It's a mental transition, brothers. And hey, you, it, it never stops. Oh, yeah. my, this is your, this is your Michael. That is that is my co-host Mikey from uh, Black to the Future podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. I for the people that are listening right now, we got to read the comments because people listen sometimes. Spotify, oh. Apple Podcasts be on fire. 
So brothers <laughs> have to be all right with opening their minds. It can only assist you in growth and with loving others. Mm-hmm. Fucks mm-hmm. with that all day. So really, um, you know, kind of back to this, you know, starting to dismantle your toxic masculinity. You know, one of the first things on that list on the road to doing that is reconciling your attraction with your masculinity. You need to get your, you need to start or the, you need to start going down the road to where the fact where you feel like I'm still the man. I like these girls and I'm not feeling weird about how that affects me being, being a man and how, how I interpret myself as a man. So I'm still a man through and through. And anybody saying anything, trying to call, pull my card about, hey, that's, that's a guy and this, this, and that. Uh-uh, none of that shit. Because I know what the fuck I am. And I know my girl is a girl and it's all good. Like, it just takes time to get to that point where you don't feel weird about it. And you don't feel, like, unsure. And you're not questioning yourself. And it just takes time. You got to get yourself mentally comfortable. And and, and, and and it's also, you know, a conversation we had on the first stream you know, is the, am I gay if I date trans women? That's a question that all the OGs that are probably listening were like, oh, not the gay question again. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're saying. But, you know, there's young guys, they have to figure this shit out. And they have, because we're ingrained with all of our bullshit from society. And you have to understand that, A, you are not gay if you are dating this trans woman. You are living a hetero lifestyle in that point. And honestly, you know, kind of like what Jonathan said on our first stream, ain't nothing changing about you. The only thing that changed about you is that you are starting to reconcile your attraction with who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. So you still the same gamer, nerd, <clears throat> I'm sorry, Lakers fan, whatever. You're still that dude. Nothing about you has changed. You're not going to be out in the street running around with a rainbow flag and with no shirt on and some some Daisy Dukes and shit like that is, you don't magically transform into something that you're not. That's what I'm saying. Like you are still you, and you're not losing a sense of yourself by dating women that you are attracted to. So sorry, my um, hands are just all over the place today. Oh. <laughs> sorry, you go ahead. He's drinking coffee, so you should drink that water. Okay. I know. <laughs> what I was gonna say is that. I think one of the things I've been thinking about is like one of the pillars of manhood is like your sexuality and your sexual prowess. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if that becomes any kind of ambiguous, then, you know, your homeboys, your niggas, whoever could start clowning you. And it will give very like, like I'm not, I'm not as much of a man as I thought because one of my pillars is weaning. It's going to fall apart and stuff like that. It's like, no, it's not. You're just rediscovering a part of yourself or igniting a part of yourself to reinforce that. So you don't. You could either let it crumble and fall down, and you could become susceptible to it, or you can just mm-hmm. build it. You can build it back up and make it even stronger. Because if you know exactly who you are and know exactly what you like, one of the pillars of manhood, aside from sexuality and sexual prowess, is like confidence, strength, and leadership. Like them things are tied together. So. How are you gonna be strong and then have this pillar fall down? Like you, like you can't do that. Build them both up at the same time. You can do it. It it takes time. I'm not. We're not asking you to have it ready tomorrow. No. But, you know. But okay, maybe some people. 
but like, <laughs> do, 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 do a little bit at a time and you have to constantly challenge yourself in that process. As far as the uh, am I gay thing, I just have a simple solution to that to that thing for me personally. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is the way that society sets it up, a man and a man together. This is not body parts. These are just people. That's gay. Woman and woman together, that's gay or lesbian. But if I'm a woman, you're a man. I, I, I don't see the problem there. I think people's biggest disconnect is like, like they can't tell you when they see you. They're like, okay, that's a man and that's a woman. But then the confusion comes in. It's like, what happens after that? It's none of your business, actually. What happens after that part if we want to keep it a bug? Like, mm-hmm. like we, 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 I think society has a comfortableness with, oh, this is a man and that's a woman, penis, vagina. Whew, I'm, thank goodness. Even, you know, but even when you have like two gay men, there's still this question of who's doing what and who's doing, people are so nosy. I'm like, yeah. Mind your business, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Absolutely. Asha, back again, says self-confidence is sexy and crucial to a man making the best decisions. And that is 100% true. One hundred. So, you know, back to what you were talking about, about losing that pillar, um, you know, that really just um, deals with the whole theme about this and the mental work that guys have to do. You, us as men, we and fellas out there, I'm I'm just talking straight to you, fellas, you have to shake that fear. You have to deal with this fear of how your family's going to react, of how your friends are going to react. The fear of being rejected by your social groups, the fear of losing your place in your community as a man, like there's all this fear is swirling around. And you know what? Some of it is real. Hmm. Some of that shit may happen. But I'm going to tell you what, you'll be better off at the end of the day if you just get out there, you're real with yourself and you own who you are. Hmm. Um. And there, I did an episode a little bit ago about, uh, uh, you know, finally opening up about my conversation with my mother. Uh, it was a whole thing. And, you know, yeah, that fear was real. But you know what? You know who the hell you're doing, dealing with. You know, you know what's coming. You know what's not. But I will say you will be pleasantly surprised by a lot of people in your life. And you will be surprised by how much they love you mm-hmm. and, and, and how much that kind of stuff won't matter to them. Um, my best friends are still my friends. I've never had any of my friends say, Hey man, I can't, I can't fuck with you because you're doing this, this, and this. Like the most that I've gotten is, Oh, wait, you doing that? Okay. Well, what about this? And they just start asking questions and they start asking more questions about the community, how I got into it, all that stuff. Like they just, they just have more. And it's really a lot of people just don't know. And a lot of people just, they're just curious and those are the people that you love or that love you and they're not going to disrespect you in the way that they ask questions they're not going to be on some hateful disingenuous bullshit like I mean I'm just saying it can get bad out there with certain people but you know your loved ones and you know the ones and um, yeah it, it, it I, I'm, I can't paint a rosy picture for everything and yeah everything's not going to be perfect by any means but I also want to reinforce this point for the men as well, is that 
the women that you're pursuing, you know, just hypothetically that mostly millennial type people are watching, I'm assuming. <laughs> I assume. But, Generation Z. Oh, well. And so most of the girls have already done the work and potentially lost people had to restart their lives over. They've already had to do all of that potentially mm -hmm. over. So that's why they feel like they have a lack of patience and a lack of time. They don't want to educate you on things because they've already done all of that work. They don't want to have to do it again for you. So that's why the research part is supremely important that I talked about, you know, at the very beginning. And so that's that's one of my biggest things. And you said something else that I can't remember, but I was like, I wanted to make sure I said that. <laughs> No, it's all good. And I mean, look, this fear thing, this fear, 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 it's a thing. But that fear thing, you know, fellas, if, if you don't deal with that shit, it could have some very negative results. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that fear thing is resulting in a couple lives being lost out there. And, you know, we're here to help inform and provide conversation and get guys to start thinking and moving in a direction where that's not going to be their reaction. Right. And so fear, that's what I was going to say, is mm -hmm. that it's the, it's the age, age, eh, age, old age adage or whatever goes, is that the only way to fear is to fear itself. Like you have to face your fears and you have to conquer Oh, there's them. nothing to fear but fear itself. Yeah, I, I can't talk, but that. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like you have to go through the process of undoing the fear. And it's not a lot to do a piece at a time, you know. Like, like I always tell the kids that I teach personally, like my students, is that when you want to learn something, you don't do it all in big chunks. Like, you're not going to go from like, I don't know what this is to I know everything in a day. You're going to have to do it a little bit at a time, just dedicate a fraction of it at a time. And that those little fractions will stack up and eventually you'll get there. It's like you're born, you learn how to crawl first. After you learn how to crawl, you learn how to stand. After you stand, you start walking. After you walk, you run and then sprint, blah, blah. blah. So... It's the sequential, yeah. It's a sequential series of events that need to take place, and each one's going to seem more challenging than the last, especially when it comes to the "I'm going to date this girl openly" type thing. But we're not mm. even at that part. No, no, no. If you're watching this video and you're learning, you're not there yet. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. that part. Yep. But you know, um, I'm, I'm gonna shout out my man's Troy Kennedy real quick because I'm about to take one of his lines. You know, I'm quoting my man Troy Kennedy right now. He, uh, I believe it was him that said, you know, in one of his videos, there's levels to this shit. And that's, you know, you just got to keep, keep plugging along. And I, I, I promise you, once you make, once you, once, once you start to travel a little bit of a distance down this road, you're going to turn back and be like, wow. Dang, I'm real. I'm way like I'm looking at myself now and I'm like, wow, I'm I'm way different than I was even a year ago. Mm -hmm. I'm looking back to when I had my first relationship and I'm like, holy shit, I wasn't ready. Uh, I thought I was and I wasn't. And, you know, when you're just blessed with extra knowledge and understanding and you've given a lot of thought to things, you know, it, it is a slow process. But just keep plugging away at it and you'll be there before you know it. Mm hmm. But it's, it's lifelong. Awesome. It should don't stop. Yeah. Lifelong levels of learning and undoing fear every step of the way. So you you can do it. Just take your time with it. And now this is I can't even see over this comment, bro. Like we're gonna have to put these in like 
<laughs> hey, three separate comments, man. Come on now. You're covering up my whole screen, taking over my show. I ain't even met the man. Uh, all right. Us as men are, I'm sorry, are so stuck on labels. It's a double-edged sword because we use them to help express identity for black men. It causes us to try to fit a heteronormative mold and label because it's acceptable. We act like we don't give an F, but we definitely do because there wouldn't be so much turmoil with men accepting their attraction to women slash trans women of any nature. That's from Michael Andrew. I'm sorry. Woo. Did I just call him Michael Angelou? <laughs> Michael Angelou. Okay. Damn. Damn, I'm gonna use that. Just get ready. Michael Angelou, you gonna get it. I rise. <laughs> you gonna get it. <laughs> I rise in my transamory as I think I rise. Oh, man. <laughs> oh my lord. Um, yeah, I, of course I I agree with that statement. So yeah, keep keep the comments rolling, y'all. And, and and if there's anything you can think of that guys need to do before they even attempt. The first relationship, throw it down. Mm-hmm. Throw it down in the comments. All right, so let me see. I got to make sure I got I got my notes, y'all. I got my notes. So the next one, the next big kind of bullet point for me, and I'm, I was just really thinking of like some of the most important stuff that you got to do. Um, I think it's very important for guys to um, find community in the trans community. I feel like it's important for guys to, I mean, plainly, fellas, get you some friends. Get you some friends in the trans community. I'm telling you, your level of understanding will quadruple once you actually start interfacing with people on a level of platonic friendship. You're, it'll help you. You'll you'll go from only seeing this community in as you know, in escort encounters or in on TV or on adult sites, you'll it this this goes a long way to, to humanizing people and it helps you to let see them less as sexual objects. You will learn their stories, you will start to really empathize with the community, and you will really start to understand the community. That's mm-hmm. like uh, understanding the community as best you can before you get in that first relationship is huge. And that's one thing I I, I didn't do at all. That's one thing I fucked up on, real talk. And it led to a litany of mistakes and problematic oh, attitudes and actions. So um, that is very important, guys. You know, show up. If, if, if there's an event happening in your city, in your town, show up to a march. Just listen to the, just listen mm-hmm. to the speakers talk. Like if there's a, a conference or something or a panel that you can hop online to and listen to, like just listen, just sit in. I mean, they'll be looking at you strange, like, why the fuck? Who trade is this? <laughs> Who trade this here, here? I mean, they won't say that if you're in a white space. That's just a black thing. But, you know, they're going to be looking at you, but just just be there. Ain't nobody going to chase you out. But, you know, I will say, if you do feel uncomfortable, and you feel like people are don't want you there, then just, just leave. But, you know, I would say do what you can to interface with the community in a positive way, in a way that gives you more understanding. Uh, but yeah, having friends is a huge one, guys. It's yeah, one. I I think that um, having people in the queer community in general is going to kind of open yeah. that door, so to speak. So it's not even like I want to go speak directly to trans women. If you mm-hmm. get in good with the queer community, at some point you're going to run into a girl who happens to be trans 
And then maybe you'll blossom a relationship genuinely from friendship and it'll turn into something nice, you know, what everyone dreams of. But I, uh, I mm-hmm. yeah, gross. And the, so, Tyler Perry <laughs> the Tyler Perry character is back, y'all. Right. And so to my knowledge, if I'm not mistaken, someone can correct me, but on the show Pose, like, um, Andrew Cruel's his character, um, Poppy, he's he's a, he's a man who's attracted to women, and he's he found his way into a queer space, and he was able to end up dating uh, India Moore's character on the show. So it's kind of like the same kind of procedure, same kind of steps where you get comfortable. So you know, it's old old cliche stuff, but like if you befriend like a gay man. You know, it might kind of lead you around more queer people or you befriend a lesbian and you have to kind of start opening these doors to kind of be comfortable and available in those spaces. Mm-hmm. And then people will also know that like, oh, no, he cool. He can come around. He understand everybody. Da, 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 da. Ain't going to be no tea. Ain't going to be no problem. Ain't going to be no issue. So you don't want to just show up and then they're like, who is he? They'll be like, no, he's cool. He understands everything. It'll help naturally that you have people there to support you and help you understand even more. So the the way to find those things is find out who in your area organizes those kind of events. Everything's digital now. Yes. So yes. you can and you can sit just arbitrarily somewhere and just have headphones in and nobody won't be knowing what you're listening to, but you learning stuff while you listening to some girls talk about some issue that they're going through or whatever. Or you can listen to a YouTube video. Just arbitrarily while you walk down the street, you know, it's something very passive, something easy that gets you into the space so you can start kind of having these conversations. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? That is the kind of research I approve of. <laughs> Fellas, listen to these approved podcasts. I'm going to give you my list of approved podcasts because these are the podcasts that don't shit on the man too hard. And, you know, you will actually learn some shit from it. I'm going to just throw out two right now. It's the box box number 512 podcast. They are very even-handed, very thoughtful, and you will learn some shit. And also the Can We Talk podcast with Hope, Giselle. Um, she has some very real conversations that cover the entire uh, uh, community, LGBT community. Like she comes at stuff from a whole host of perspectives. And of course, there's always Black to the Future. Black to the Future. And we actually just did like two episodes in back to back about transness. And so Black Trans Women was one episode. And then the one I just did this released this past week is actually talking to a trans amorous man about various things and such. So we, you know, our podcast is queer centric and feminine centric and Black centric. So that, of course, loops in Black trans women such as myself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Look now I'm gonna I'm address my man G right here, because uh, he says he's been with trans women most of my, his like 15 years. Never really hung out in a gay space. It's not really his thing. Um, now, that's the thing, fellas. You don't have to do that stuff. I mean, not do that stuff, but you don't have to go to a gay club if you don't want to. I don't think that's a part of the deal, and it shouldn't be a part of the deal. I fucking hate disco. I'm sorry, I hate it. I want to go. I don't want to spend all night in a gay club with disco and shit. I'm like, can I get some trap? Where, where, where oh the good God. music at? Like, dang, 
I want to hear some new shit. But you know, I'm just saying, like, I would I would say I have gone to community events at gay clubs, but when I go out, I'm not there. And that's fine if you if that's not your space. Because, you know, you have a right to have your own individuality and have your own style. Okay, like you don't have to assimilate to any sort of community. You are who you are and they're getting to learn who you are. What we are changing about you is just your understanding and your level of knowledge. But you can still love the same trap music, same salsa music, same whatever. You can be in the same spots. And I'm sure the girls that you interface with would be happy to be in those same spots with you. Like you, just because you're dating a trans woman don't mean y'all got to spend every night out at a gay club and shit. Like y'all, y'all, y'all gonna be at the salt. Y'all gonna do your little salsa then. I like the salsa bars. It's my shit. But y'all gonna be at <laughs> y'all gonna be at the little spot in the dance on. If you're in Chicago, you're gonna get your little two step on. Uh, uh, Shout you out. know that's where we at. Oh, there you go, mm-hmm. Chicago. So you know, it, I, I would just say like. Don't 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 feel like we're we're telling you you have to be at this particular club at this particular spot. Like this is really just let's just say when the sun's up, you should probably go out to a march. When the sun is up, you should probably go out to an event that helps the community. And you know that's not you hitting on somebody. That's you. Oh, we're going to clean up the streets in this area, or I'm going to show up and help them take in donations for homeless trans teens. Like. That's the kind of shit that you can just do. They ain't gonna cost you nothing but your time, and you will gain so much more in positive relationships with people. Mm-hmm. So hold on I, now. I, I'm a, I, I'm a, I, I like that you said that sun up thing because I just got me right together. I love that. When the sun is up. When the sun is I wanna, up. I want to see y'all when the sun. I want to see what y'all look like when the sun is up. You ain't gotta have your hair down and stuff. I want to see what y'all look like when the sun is up. <laughs> Before you pretty. <laughs> What what is Brianna saying? She said she don't like being at the street spots all the time. Okay. And that's cool. That what that I, is I, that is what it is on that front. I you I, know, I, and, and for good reason. Like she just put right here. She feels safer. That is another thing. Now I'm not saying everybody has to interpret interpret their masculinity like this, but I typically do interpret my masculinity in a way that I see myself as a protector and I'm I see myself as a person that gives the woman that I'm with a feeling of safeness in whatever space she's in. And that's how I show up. I'm not saying everybody got to be that guard dog and all that kind of shit, but that's how I do. So I typically, we can go wherever, but you know, hey, you might have to go to a gay club, fellas. Yeah, I I, I definitely agree with you. I agree with Brianna. (laughs) I agree with Brianna where I feel the safest in queer spaces. Um, Since I live in Chicago, like, you know, we will go to Boys town is well it's not called that no more they're trying to figure out what's gonna be called and then mm. um on the south side club escape that they, they you know they don't play disco crew <laughs> they, okay. they play they play crap yeah that's south like Chicago that. that's the black spot so these queer spaces are um they're 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 inviting and I in it in, in real life if you want to actually meet one of the girls you have a better chance of meeting one of the girls at these spaces but you know, you you know, that's just if you want to go find them. But if you want to actually learn things and stuff like that, you probably don't want to go to no nobody nightclub. You like Chris said, you want to go to a place where you're gonna sit there and actually have dialogue or just listen to people have conversation. You know, you could be a ticket taker at an event, or For sure, or something like that. Or you could 
I don't know, you know, you can help clean up afterwards, or you can even potentially offer like a question to a panel of, of women or something like that at an event so they can have a man's perspective from something. There's a multitude mm -hmm. of ways to get involved without it being like, hey, let me, let me <laughs> holler at you real quick. I'll be like, do you know what a bitch Walking is? Walking like Jerome from Martin. Fuck. <laughs> so, um, what was this? Oh, so this is a, a comment that kind of brings me back to my experience. Ooh. So, you know, Relly Simpson, she's from rural Louisiana, not many LGBTQ spaces there. I am from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. None there. They got a whole little area, like two blocks that's all like white gays and don't nobody else hang out down there. So, uh, yeah, there's that. So, you know, I would say um, in those smaller cities, you know, it's definitely about getting involved in community events and, and not really going to these sp spaces at night, nothing like that. And I want to shout out again to my man, uh, Troy Kennedy and Joel Hawker, because in Detroit, they show up, they work security for the events. They're there to make sure everybody's safe and shit. Like, that's a way you can show up, fellas. Like, I'm just saying they, they found us found a way to volunteer and get in where they fit in and it worked, you know, it's working out for them. And they have lots of friends in the community and they have figured out a way to make themselves a part of it. So um no, let me I see here. Like All right. I'm sorry. No, I was going back to the notes, and I think we I done went through my whole little list here. Well, I done went through my whole little list. Uh oh, now we having a whole Chicago uh, discussion in here in the comments between Brianna and your man Mike's. <laughs> Brianna, so she know about that life. <laughs> oh yeah, I wish I had met Brianna before she left. I think we would have had a cute tea together. But oh yeah, no, she's good people. Um, so yeah, look, um, there's a lot of other things that you that that people can say you have to do before you even attempt to date a woman of trans experience. Mm -hmm. But these is this is just our short list. And conversation surrounding it, um, you know, there, there, there are definitely plenty, plenty of things. I would say um, I'm finally to the point where we're not talking about what you should do beforehand. I just want to say this one thing to all the fellas out there: if you are dating a woman in this, if you are pursuing a woman in this community, if you're talking to a woman, you got to yourself, you did all the stuff on our list and more, and you are having phone conversations with a girl. Like I said in the last episode, be honest with who the fuck you are and what you're doing. Be If she is a woman that's intentional about her dating and you're not, you just want to have a good time, leave that girl alone. Uh -huh. It's not going to be good for either one of you after the fact and you're going to end up hating each other. Just say, look, I'm not there yet. Like, I just want to hang out, have my fun, blah, blah, blah. There's plenty of other people out there that want to have fun too, but I've just been hearing from a lot of young women in this community lately um, who have been looking to interface with men. And then these guys just, you know, they end up being fuck niggas on that shit because they don't want to hurt feelings and they drag shit on. And it's just like, guys, be upfront, be intentional about whatever the fuck it is that you're doing there. So, like, that is a tip. Once you get started, mm -hmm. honesty is appreciated. Yeah, and I'll, I'll speak for the women. <laughs> if you honest, <laughs> if you honest from Jump Street, like if you genuinely come in and just say like, 
it sounds really weird and uncomfortable and strange, but like if you suggested that you wanted to have sex with me and that's all you wanted, then we could negotiate the terms because I know exactly what you want from me and then we can go from that point and forward, you know. But to play the whole game, which sometimes that y'all like to do, Mm-hmm. I like to play the whole game of getting the emotions involved and making sure you sweet talk and selling the sun, moon, and stars, and then just re- reneging on it. Just be honest from the very beginning. If you want a relationship or say you're not sure, whatever the case may be, you know, if, you know, just uh, honesty is the best way. Like, we too grown. We are too grown. And Miss Rona, coronavirus, she's still here. Mm-hmm. Social distancing, like, there's no point in not being honest at this point. Like we too big out here to be doing that. <laughs> so, sure. And you'll never just, lose on just having another a new friend. Especially a trans woman. If you're if you want to be in community and understand what, what more about the trans experience and you want to date more of the girls, what's gonna harm to have another friend? For sure. Now my, Brianna kind of had a, a couple good comments here, so I'm gonna have to throw them out there. Mm-hmm. So kind of mirroring what we were saying here, Brianna, uh, be honest, be honest about your intention. If you only want friendship and be a friend, if you only want sex, then keep it to sex. If you want a relationship, then be relationship material. And if you are still on the DL, be on the DL. <laughs> Don't be trying to sell no dream. And be writing no checks that you can't cash, bro. I don't even want to talk about DL. <laughs> that's a whole that's other a, podcast. That's a chop. <laughs> right? That is a full chop from the back of the room. Right? No, we don't uh, want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> from, from Asha again. That's right. Move on. Don't hurt her or your character. That's another thing, fellas. We talked We talked about getting that rep before. That, mm-hmm. That's how you get it when you're not honest. And, you know, you hold back because you don't want to hurt people's feelings and not just just be straight up. Don't be wasting nobody's time. It will be worse on the back end. Trust me. Trust me. I want to make sure we get the Now, yeah, you don't want that because word will get around. Because if you're playing games, the C word, you'll be called the C word. <laughs> yeah. If, if you if your character gets defamed. So keep it neat and pristine. Exactly. Now this one. All right. Another one from G. Shout out to G. I love it when the fellas show up. Damn it. Uh, The best thing is to sit your whole fam down at once and tell them to deal with it or kick rocks. That's how I did my fam. Uh, Use a real one for that shit. I ain't going to lie. I went. Okay. So who's the easiest to get? Uh, Okay. We're going to get that one. That one. That one. And now we're going to go in this. Had a whole order plotted out, and like, okay, we're going. And now everybody else on this group, they're going to all help me out with these other people. And look, you, you know, you know who you deal- Exactly, <laughs> you know who you're dealing with. You know your family, so handle that shit accordingly. But handle it. And while it is easier for you men out there, if it's while it's easier for you to have that conversation with your family. After you got somebody, so you can show them, like, look, look how beautiful she is. Like, what are we even talking about here? Um, I don't think you want to put somebody in a position where they have to deal with the bullshit from your family. And it's still fresh for them. And they haven't even worked through any part of it yet. 
So I think it's best that you have that conversation before you bring somebody around. Mm. Now, I, it, I and to be honest, I don't think you got to tell the whole fucking family this. And for me, I think it's really just your immediate family, your mom, father, and your siblings, cousins, everybody else that show up to the cookout, whatever. Because I guarantee you, your core unit ain't going to let them talk shit about you like that. I want to say, like, even, I think, especially with Black people, as soon as you drop it and steal the tea, <laughs> everybody else going to go anyway. You're going right. to go to the cookout, go to the function. They're going to be like, oh, I heard you was. And you'd be like, girl, what? And so mm-hmm. don't let that discourage men from doing that. You know, he's very brave for being like, y'all going to get it with it or y'all going to get left. Like, he's I mean, brave damn. doing that. I applaud you. But hashtag Tupac. Uh, I've been here. Okay. Every everyone's not gonna have that tactic. So do what's best for you. But you know, if people truly genuinely care about you and you confide in them and tell them don't say anything until I'm ready, then we can go from that point and just do little pieces and stuff like that. So Ooh. now this is a fire ass comment right here. Take care of those. I'm sorry, this is from Relly Simpson. Take care of those baby mamas first if you care what they think of you. Uh, yeah, nigga, do that shit. God damn. If you are in a wow. situation and you got some toxic baby mamas and all that junk, yeah. If you're co-parenting, uh, uh, you, you need to handle that, bro, because you don't need any troubles. <laughs> like, that, that's something you absolutely need to handle. God damn. Did. You just came in a red child. Right? In the words of Michael, a man and a woman on that one. A man and a woman, bad. I swear to God. There we go. There we go. Wow. All right. (laughs) So we're going to wrap this up because we we get close to our time here. And um, uh, Zay, thank you so much for spending your evening chatting with me on this. This was dope as fuck and fun as hell. Thank you so much, Chris, and your whole platform, um, Men Like Us podcast. Like, I, I really appreciate having the opportunity being here. It's really nice being able to have a wholesome, genuine conversation. Thank y'all for all the comments, too. Because yes. Thanks to the, it, the live audience. We love a live audience. Mm-hmm. So uh, tell them where, tell everybody where they can find you. Okay. Um, so you all can follow me on Instagram at pink princess underscore zay which i will spell so pink p-i-n-k princess p-r-y-n-c-e-s-s underscore zay x-a-y and then of course um my podcast with my co-host mikey is called black to the future podcast we drop every thursday um queer black centric conversations and then I also have a YouTube series called Slay with Zay. And I just go over trans 101 since I'm a teacher. I go over the basic principles of what trans identities are. So if you're a man who just wants to listen to a girl just ramble on and stuff about what transness is and how you can get yourself integrated into the community, you can tune into those platforms. All right. Dope. Uh, G, I see you in the comments there. Um... Am I, you're asking if I'm in Troy's group? The answer is yes, but I'm also in my own group, which I'm sharing the screen of right now. 
It's the Men Like Us Tribe. You can find it on Facebook. It's a private group. Uh, men only, ladies, you ain't getting in. And no fake profiles. We're going to weed that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> the Men Like Us Tribe is a safe space for all of us to come in, share memes, and and have conversation and all that stuff. So, you know, it's all good. Uh, uh, ain't nobody snitching up in here. We ain't letting no ladies in. This is just for us to, to grow, learn, and have conversation. So, Definitely join the men like us tribe. That's 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 the group. That is the group. So um, I guess with that. Oh, I'm sorry. Before we go, uh, everybody, you can find. Please follow me on Instagram at men like us podcast. Um, please subscribe on YouTube. I need more subscribers like the page on Facebook. And also subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give me a five-star rating. Need, need, need more of those ratings, please. Yeah. And and write something nice. (laughs) Write a nice review. Do that for the Black to the Future podcast, too. Write something nice about both of us. Because, you know, just just take care of us. We need to help. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess that's it for this episode. So we'll see you all next week.